and welcome to my Ashley the Wanderer podcast. Hey y'all, today I have a very um, entertaining or interesting conversation, I should say, with my dear friend Siobhan. She is a wine guide with um, Traveling Vineyard, just like I am, but she also has her own business of um, wine apparel and accessories. So enjoy this fun, not-so-sober interview with her. So I am feeling great. How are you feeling? (laughs) I'm trying to get where you are right now. Um, um... Oh, my God. I need you to just take, like, some shots real quick. Oh, my goodness. So the only thing I have here is... um what it's called whiskey just do it uncle nearest whiskey yeah i don't know like i'm very against taking shots of brown liquor but i think you should just do it i'm just saying okay so i mean i figure today we can just like i don't know just like chat just like drink and chat i'm with and talk about you know, just like kind of the stuff that we normally talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, except this time it'll be published on like Spotify and Google Podcasts <laughs> and Apple Podcasts and all. <laughs> yeah, that's what's just up. like talk about um, just like stuff, man. Like what it's like being a a woman, or I should say, a black woman um, in the wine world and being a mom you know, a mom entrepreneur, you know, and how you started your own, um, you know, apparel company and everything and all the other accessories and stuff like that. I think it's just something that should be talked about and, you know, to, to spread and share your story. So, I mean, I think one of my first questions or, you know, just to get the, the conversation going is like, what even, what even got you to open up a bottle of wine like what got you drinking wine what got you into the wine world stuff um let me refill my glass yes all right so my wine journey just started all sweet wine so I did I wasn't interested in (laughs) in trying anything else sweet wine was my hit um me either like with, I, I i drank yeah a lot it was like uh-uh, and... mm-hmm. oh yeah a lot of moscato um and boone's farm and mogan david my favorite mogan david is um the blueberry i think it's blueberry <clears throat> see i never i don't think i've ever had Logan David, I was just—I still—I was. The I still pick that up sometimes. Walgreens, pick up my barefoot Moscato. Wait, Walgreens? <clears throat> yeah, girl. Your Walgreens sell alcohol? Oh yeah. Well, not, not it, it doesn't sell liquor, but you can get <laughs> beer and wine out of like Walgreens and CVS over here. Oh wow! Yeah, as long as it's not by like a school, like a. Mm-hmm. Uh, middle school high school elementary school uh, okay as long as it's not by one of those or I think also like religious establishments they'll sell alcohol 
Oh yeah, well I'm screwed all the way around then. I'm <laughs> schooled. The Walgreens is right across the street from a church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's how I started. I wish we had some liquor at all Walgreens. Yeah, easy access, easy access. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah, but yeah. So Boone's Farm, Mogan David, Cooper's Hawk is my fancy was my fancy moment. Um, <laughs> The sweet wines, the Cooper's Hawk. <clears throat> I had the whole taste and experience. I felt like, you know, I was fancy. Yeah, I thought that I was fancy when I started <laughs> drinking. Um, what was it? I was drinking Mark West and Mirazoo. I was like, oh, I'm fancy. You know, like <laughs> these bottles cost an extra $3 more than the other <laughs> bottles that I'm drinking. Like, I'm fucking fancy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I know wine, okay? Like that's how that's how I felt. Like Do I was, you see what I'm drinking? Yeah. Stop like, playing with me. Exactly. Like don't even like where are you coming at like that? Like I'm I know about this, you know? Yeah. It's isn't it crazy how like how your palate develops and how like oh, you man. start off drinking, you know, XYZ, but then you're mm-hmm. like, oh wait, there's actually more to this yeah and learn (laughs) what to look for in wine and you learn what to um like what to respect and admire Mm -hmm. about a bottle and the quality and the taste and then you go from the you know Walgreens wine to (laughs) something something else that's just more um just just a different quality because you know yeah yeah those wines they weren't nasty you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they were they they were suitable they were people. pleasing yeah exactly <laughs> they were pleasing they they got the job done yeah and it wasn't terrible it wasn't nasty and it's just like right now when i drink you know you know we'll pick up some bottles maybe from a grocery store or from walgreens or something if we're in there and we're like oh yeah we'll just you know sip on this you know for old time's sake we haven't had it in so long and we'll open it up and we'll drink it. And it's just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I, at one time, I was like, what were we thinking? You know what I mean? I was like, what is happening? My tongue, as soon as I started drinking it, my tongue instantly got like dyed this, you know, no. dark maroon <laughs> color. I was like, what is this? You know, and I just like, oh, yeah, that used to happen. Like. Johnny's lips yeah. were all purple. Kool Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's the Kool Aid sipper. Yeah. Look, I just had one of those moments just right now. I know. Oh my God. I, yeah, I picked up a bottle, but I got it from Benny. So I picked it up. I'm like, oh, it's a, a cool label. But then when I got home, and it's a semi sweet, but when I got home, I realized it was only 5%. Mm-hmm. And I just opened it. I bought this months ago and I was so mad because it was only 5% alcohol. Yeah, you got to ask me. That I didn't want to drink it. To that. <laughs> I gotta, poured it in my glass. It's like Welch's. Yeah, I, I, I told my husband, I'm like, this is like Welch's grape juice. He was like, well, I'll taste it, but I don't think I'm going to like it. <laughs> even with him, he's the same way. He wouldn't even drink wine. Really? Now he, yeah, no, he wouldn't drink wine at all. so uh, how how is it like (laughs) yeah so how is it 
So you and I relate on the level of we're both wine guides for Traveling Mm -hmm. Vineyard. And we're both moms. Like, I just want to hear your take on it. Because I know how it is for me. Like, trying to do my entrepreneur things with having my own wine side business, you know, doing wine tastings and stuff. Like, what's it like for you? Like, being a mom and being in the wine world, like, what is it like for you? It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It it is. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the, the first thing that pops up in my head. Like, dang, that's crazy. You trying to balance everything. Uh, when I first started my daughter, she was only, um, she was only one when I first started. So she, my youngest was one. My boys, of course, they were big enough. They didn't really, you know, they didn't care. understand mm-hmm. what was happening. Yeah, they didn't really understand what was happening. Um, but the more they saw me, you know, prepare for events and getting all these shipments, like they started looking out for me like, oh, the UPS guy is, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> is at the door. <laughs> Oh my god! He's we left a sticky home, like, note yes. one time, like <laughs> praying that they would still leave it. If we came home, oh, we we ended man. up getting we left the sticky note because we were going to brunch. We left the sticky note on the door, and we were like, "Fuck!" Like I don't want to miss this because it it was oh, heard, it's such a terrible feeling. Yes, I was like, "I'm not about to miss this shipment." Like we need to do whatever the hell we need to do. To make sure we get this delivered. (laughs) I was like, so let's leave a sticky note. Like, dear UPS, like, I love you and all of your unborn children. Can you please Please. leave my wine here? (laughs) So we left. We left. We went to brunch. And kid you not, we came back. And like five minutes after we were home, they came and delivered it. So we ended up being home anyway. Yeah. I started, I put the UPS tracker on my phone. I literally watched the UPS man ride around blocks. Girl, that's what I do too. It has I'm the like, whole, like, I'm follow my delivery. It. I click that. I that's watch right. it. But, it, but yeah, as soon as he get in my area, I'm coming home. This is yeah, back when I was see, in my office. Say, I was yeah, mine will say in your area for like three hours before they actually oh, deliver no. it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, so your son's help with yeah hunting down the ups people that's awesome yep so they they've actually adjusted at first it was kind of crazy because i was doing a lot of events like two almost every weekend um so it was a little crazy at first and then i kind of i didn't want to miss things even though it doesn't take a lot for us to do these events right um I, i i didn't want to have that kind of take up all of my weekends yep still working working moms gotta take care of the kids and still find time to you know your wife and you still have to find time to, to add in the, the business stuff so right now I have like a little more structure but you know it took me a little time to get that yeah and that makes sense I mean I'm kind of in the same boat as far as I work my day job, but then, you know, whenever I get off, um, get off of work, I'll work on traveling vineyard stuff Mm -hmm. or I'll set up a tasting for the weekend. You know, I'll send people their, their invites or, you know, get together or whatever. 
um, documents or stuff that I'm going to email them or send them or set up their, you know, their uh, wine pairing info and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I try not to spend too much time like away. Like for me, I don't want to take away too much family time right. to run right. a side business. So, uh, but I mean, that's what I appreciate about Traveling Vineyard is I don't have to, I, I really don't have to take away yeah that much yeah. time from the family to do that yeah and that's the that's the good part like I would literally plan my day or like if I have an event I'll make sure I plan it if I have something you know family related a little later in yeah. the day I give myself at least an hour or two in between you know get these events yeah. done in an hour and a half or less preferably less um <laughs> and then you know you get back to back to your family yeah I think like the I I guess the biggest hurdle for me with doing the tastings isn't necessarily the time that it takes for me to prepare stuff or set things up or whatever Mm -hmm. it's really it's really for me like I don't know and this is what I want to talk to you about too like for me I feel like it's harder for me to get the bigger crowd with my brown people than it is for my non-brown people like I just feel like you know like I see we see so many you know white people succeed in not just traveling vineyard but in the wine world in general Mm -hmm. you know whether they're being a wine influencer for a certain brand or something and they tell, you know, people, oh, you should go buy these wines or, hey, sign up for a tasting with me. You know, whether they're doing it through a direct sales company or they're doing it on their own. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they have kind of like a, a a leg up on it. But and it's at no fault of our own. And it's nothing against, you know, black and brown people. It's just our preference of wine isn't necessarily what we're selling. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if me and you were doing like a Stella Rosa tasting, oh, would that shit on. would be fucking lit. Yeah, like every everybody would be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're we're trying to introduce things to our culture that people aren't used to. Yeah. You know, they're they don't know what the fuck a Viognier is. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that's they don't that is hard. It's hard. Yeah. Like how how have you dealt with that? You know, like I know that we get certain wines available you know, in stock and we try to market that to our people or even beyond like the ones that we sell just like in life, like how, how do you get through into, you know, marketing with our culture or like, how does, you know, how, like, how yeah. does that, how, how have you tried to navigate that world? So for me, um, I try to, the perception, the perception of why is it doesn't really look like us um yeah so people are uncomfortable and cooper's hawk is a a whole lifestyle experience for some people that are kind of you know filling wine or some people just may not be up to it but it's all about how we educate them in a way that they can relate to so i find myself doing that through um the wines that i sip and the wine parents that I choose. So I, I always yeah. try to choose, you know, especially since we have kids, I'm picking up whatever 
I feel like I need to snack on to sip with my wine. Yes, yes. So I use that to relate to other people. Like, what do you have in your house? That's What is your favorite snack? Because right. this particular wine, if you haven't had it, pairs well with that. And they're like, exactly. what? Like, what do you mean? Wine and cheese right. and like, goldfish. Oh, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Oreo cookies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just try no, to take, you know, the things that, that we eat on a regular to, to transition people into um, sipping other wines. Even when I do tastings, I try to figure out what the host and the guests like to drink prior to. And I let mm-hmm. them know up front, like, you know, I'm try I'll try to, you know, cater to your palate, something that you already are used to, but I also want you to be open minded to try something else. And I, right. I haven't gotten any pushback about that. Um, except for, you know, people that are already wine drinkers, they have um maybe they just want to drink red wines. You know what I mean? Right. So but for, for people that are kind of transitioning into wine or don't have enough knowledge about it like I really feel like that's why we're here like the culture that we're in the the things that we do on a daily how we sip our wine like that's why we're here we're here to make this like a smooth transition for people that have no idea what the hell to do exactly and I think for me it's so rewarding to be able to show people a new varietal that they may have never thought about trying or they yeah. have never heard about. That is so rewarding to be able to be like, you know, this is a mascot, you know, mm-hmm. this is a Viognier, this is a, you know, whatever, this is a Nebbiolo, you know, yeah. they're just different varietals that people have never heard of. And when they taste it, they're like, oh, this actually tastes very good, yeah. you know, like, oh, I enjoy this and oh, it pairs really good with these meatballs or this you know just regular ass food you know I love that I really that's something that's so enjoyable to me and just my hurdle is being able to get people to um just be willing you know to to try it yeah I mean people get stuck in their habits and they want to just drink the same thing that they're always drinking and that's fine like I totally understand that I respect it and I don't I don't have an issue with it I just, I know that they would um, appreciate, you know, being mm-hmm. able to explore a new varietal and it might be their new favorite thing. Right. And for a lot of people, it is, you know, whenever they do the tastings with me and they try the new wines and like, oh my God, I really love this. And mm-hmm. that, that just makes my day. Like I, <laughs> like I, I would never have that. bought this out of the store. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's my favorite thing. Like I, I love that so much. A lot of people are like, oh, um, they think that I'm just a wine guy because I'm just trying to make the money from it. Yeah. Like the, the income from it is great, whatever. But you don't understand what it feels like when you recommend a wine to someone and they get it they taste it and then they call you or text yep. you or message you <laughs> and they're like oh my god this is the best thing I've ever had in my life like thank you so much for you know like, yeah that shit but they text you invaluable. like whatever parent they just tried by chance yes a picture that of their stuff parents. is yeah. priceless oh my god it's priceless and so like it's I always just feel this yearning for our culture for brown people mm-hmm. to be more open and willing to let someone like me and you come in 
and introduce that kind yeah. of stuff to them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, like I'm there for you. Like, I fuck up some oxtails on a Sunday too. You know, like, <laughs> right. I understand. Like, let me tell you what kind of wine exactly. to drink with that. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, um, and I think hopefully, you know, as people maybe hear this podcast or you know, follow you on Instagram, follow me on Instagram and see that that's what we're about. Hopefully we can maybe open up some people's minds yeah. about trying some new stuff and then get out of those ways. Yeah, but, that's exactly yeah. what it's about. Like wine in itself is not, it's it's about an experience. It's about it you know, enjoying people, enjoying what's in your glass. It's not meant to make you feel uncomfortable. And people exactly. have to, like, you have to know that this, it may feel, you may feel uncomfortable if I pour, you know, some Syrah in your glass and you only drink sweet wine. You may feel uncomfortable, yeah. but if I give you this Syrah and I give you a Hershey Kiss or a Oreo cookie or, you know, something like that, you'll be like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, exactly. it's, like, it's not meant to make you feel uncomfortable. And I, I think we just have to, yeah to understand that but that's what we're here for too like to bring the fun back into sipping wine oh yeah oh yeah for sure speaking of fun (laughs) I love seeing all of your posts for Grape Crusher your apparel line and company I I love seeing all the fun posts of like people wearing your stuff or using your accessories I just washed my wine head shirt and I'm ready yes. to take another picture yes, in yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm ready to, to be modeling again in it. <clears throat> like, so tell me what what inspired you to um I guess start Grape Crusher. Oh, I guess I activated Alexa. <laughs> what inspired you to to start Grape Crusher? Like, was it you know, just an idea that you had for a long time or just something that hit you in the middle of the night type thing? Or, you know, you were like, oh, hey, I just want to create some cool wine swag. Like what what made you want to create Great Pressure? It was I sat on this for a long time. And when I tell you okay. a long time, I, I launched it last year, but I sat on it since the end of 2018 um oh wow yeah you know it's just one of those things that you know you you feel uncomfortable so you kind of pull back a little bit like uh if it's gonna work so I just start I just kept at it um kept at it kept writing down ideas that came to me about different type of shirts I wanted um I started seeing all these things that I was writing down it started to make sense I'm like, I, I just got to do it. I just got to do it. Yep. So when I started, it was just like, I want to create something fun. I needed a creative outlet. Like I'm used to using my hands. Um, I used to write a lot. I used to draw a lot. So I was like, I needed something. You know, you have uh, all these things yeah. that you're into. You kind of lose yourself a little bit. So I'm like, I yep. love wine. <laughs> I need to get creative. So I'm going to do it. So I, I found, you know, somebody to create the logo for me. Um, and then I just jumped last year and when I, you just went yeah, all in, I just went all in and last year it was just like, um, like fun. I just wanted to be fun. I wanted to be creative. I just wanted to bring all of the things that makes me feel good about wine and put them on a shirt. Right. And just to share <laughs> that with other people. Yeah. yeah. And then as I started doing that, it kind of turned into 
you know, wine to profit to business. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it just it turned into wine for culture. Like this conversation that we just had about, you know, um, introducing wine to more of our people, and that's yeah. why I started creating, you know, the fun shirts like the WAP tee. <laughs> Um, the black yeah. wine lovers. I wanted to have cultured um, apparel for us, yeah, and also still and that's amazing, yeah, yeah, and still be able to create other things. But for us to have something that represented what we are in wine, right, in a fun and right. creative way. So that's that's what I'm doing now. I'm trying to <laughs> keep that going. No, I love it, and uh, yeah, I do. I really love it because you've you've put yourself into this space you've created this space where you're able to provide products and apparel and accessories for you know our black and brown people where in in an industry such as wine we're very underrepresented Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of you know black and brown women and men who are who are at the top of you know the wine industry if you go and look online like on instagram or facebook whatever you'll see <clears throat> there's a lot of or i should say a lack of our people who are showing in those you know maybe even in the ads that companies post yeah, you know what i mean true. like that's true yeah like wine is normally something that you would look at as i would say a luxury item mm-hmm. and unfortunately these mark marketing people or or you know whatever for these companies for the most part didn't think to put black people you know in those ads yeah. you know what i mean I didn't even and know. it's like i didn't even know it was so yeah. many um african american people in wine until like last year honestly yeah I was like, wait the, a it's minute. Because the conversations, <laughs> yeah, it's because the conversations, the conversations are happening now, right? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. ever since, yeah, ever since we've been making noise and standing up for things, now the conversations are happening. So now you're seeing more, you know, brown people, less fair-skinned people in certain marketing ads and and whatnot, and on websites being featured and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm glad that that's happening now, but it's like, we have a lot of ground to cover. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and people, I think, as a whole, people have to realize that Black and brown people really, and when I say Black and brown, I mean, you know, like, Black people and brown as any other minority, mm-hmm. you know, who is not white, we make up a very large portion of wine sales. Yeah. You know, I think there's a a misunderstanding of you know we don't buy wine or whatever you know like if we didn't buy wine the companies like Stella Rosa and you know everything else they wouldn't be as popular and huge as they are today like I mean it's really hard to come about you know another chocolate person and talk to them about you know alcohol and they'll be you know they'll mention oh yeah I drink I drink wine I drink this and that whatever it may not be some crazy brand you know some crazy exclusive brand Mm -hmm. or whatever but they drink it you know what I mean and I just there's a part of frustration of the lack of representation for us and I know that we make up such a a prominent part of the sales you know what I mean like 
we spend money. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, and that's why I love the fact that you have Grape Crusher and and it just creates this space where you're able to represent, you know, the the black people in wine and that's just I don't know, it's just amazing. That's that's great. I mean, I I hope you continue yeah, on your journey yeah, with that yeah. and, and don't give up on I'm it, not. you know, and just keep pushing. I'm I'm adding things, you know, as as time goes along. Like now, I'm doing uh wine scented candles. So they nice. Yeah, so I have um soy soy candles that I create these um fragrance blends that smell like wine. <laughs> nice nice oh yeah I'm, I'm, well I'm, how yeah. how can how can people order stuff from you how do you want people to contact you or reach out to you or order stuff how do people get stuff from so you? you can of course follow me on um my social media handle is grape crusher uh 1.0 um and my website is www.grapecrusher um dash no, grape-crusher.com. <laughs> I have to think about it. Oh, this is the Syrah. Um, grapecrusher.com. Um, you can DM me. My candles are not on the website yet, but um, you can DM me and let you know what you like. I have like eight ounce candles. I'll be adding them to the page so that everybody can kind of see you can't smell it, of course, but you can see the beautiful, <laughs> the beautiful um, creation of candles, right? And I will add your Instagram handle yes. and your website to this podcast uh, description episode description, so that way you know everybody's able to go there and support you. It's definitely. All sales go to you. Yeah. Like this is a, a pure, you know, black owned, female owned yeah. business, yeah. something that everybody should go in and support. Um, I've definitely got my awesome <laughs> things that, you know, from Grape Crusher. I'm excited. You know, I'll probably post this week, yes. put on my wine head t shirt. <laughs> yeah, I had I I have found it in the dirty clothes. Oh, so we goodness. have like four different we have like four different dirty clothes baskets. And the other day, like, uh, Johnny was folding it. And I was like, where the fuck did you find that shirt? I've been looking for it. He's like, it was at the bottom of, like, the last dirty clothes oh basket that we had. I was like, oh, my God. See, that's God. what happens when like, you have, like, kids oh, and laundry yeah. days are, like, stuff get lost, man. Stuff get yeah, lost. Yeah, but I'm glad, I'm glad I found it. <laughs> yeah, so... That's coming soon. Wine Crusher photo shoot with me yes, is coming soon. Yes. Um, but yeah, like, thank you so much for joining me and talking about just wine, you know, and why we do this and, you know, how we got into it. I just, I appreciate the convo. Like, this is, this is what I live for. This is what I appreciate. I, I love this stuff, like being able to, to talk to you and, and, and share your story, you know, with the people. So Thank you very, very much. Um, I'll probably have you back on the show whenever you want. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you have any last parting words that you want to to say. I, I appreciate you for having me. And, um, you know, I love chatting with you about everything. 
Oh yeah, always <laughs> everything, like everything. everything. <laughs> but yeah, this was really fun. I appreciate you for doing this. Um, but yeah, if you are out there, you want to try something, want to try some new wines, don't be afraid. Just go ahead and do it. Find you something fun to pair with it and create your own experiences. Heck yeah, that's beautiful last words to say. <laughs> All right, well, thank yeah, you man. again, Just Siobhan. I'll, I'll be posting your links and everything. Thanks again for joining oh, me, and welcome. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, dear. I am. I'm sipping the rest of my wine and putting my feet up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, well, I'll talk to you later. All right, cool. See you later. All right, bye. Bye. And that's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure to click the link in the description of this episode so that way you can send me a voice message and let me know what you thought. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any episodes and share the link with your friends and family. Talk to you next time, Winosaurs. Rawr.